Hey guys, this is Tic Tac Talk episode six, What's in My Bag. I'm Candice. And I'm Rob. And so we kind of just wanted to do this episode, kind of dive deep into what we carry every single day as busy college students. Quite literally, our bags are deep. <laughs> and uh, so we're actually going to be posting a picture of all of our stuff, or a video, right, mm-hmm. on all of our social accounts. But we kind of just went through it now, and so we made a list. We kind of just wanted to go through what do we carry, kind of explain our choices, or explain why we really don't care for some of those things, and just kind of give you some reasons to spend some more money on your own bag. <laughs> yeah, and uh, tweet at us what your setup is. We'd love to hear, and we're really interested to know. Yep. So actually, let's get started now with the most basic thing, the most basic question is, what bag do you carry, Rob? Right. So I carry a North Face Recon. Um, it's a pretty standard backpack, I'd say. Um, one cool feature I like is there's a pocket for a water bladder. So I have a camel back at home, and I use this sometimes. I got the backpack originally for hiking. I'm a Boy Scout, um, so that was the original intention. I got it way back when, back in like 2010. Um, but now I use it for school. It replaced my old L.L. Bean backpack, and yeah, I use it daily. All right, so similar to you, I also have a North Face backpack. I'm using the Borealis. Um, it's actually the older series. And um, probably unlike you, Rob, I have the women's version. So North Face makes two different versions. Uh, the women's version is a little bit more narrow, and the straps are a little bit more narrow. I didn't know when I bought it. I really don't mind carrying a man's backpack. Hmm. But it has like more like green highlights and stuff, and I guess it's a nice choice. Um, but I like it. It's a little bit small for me personally, but I think it's a good limitation because... If I have a bigger backpack, I'll just carry more stuff in it. I think that's something our listeners will find after this podcast is um, I'm a, I guess you get the word is minimalist with my packing and Candace's. So, uh, but, but um, you know, she's I'm, prepared for everything. I'm a selective minimalist and then a hoarder. Yeah. <laughs> that's the issue. I'm always, a pre- I'm a prepared minimalist. Yeah. So uh, what drew you to North Face or some other brands? I love, I've always loved the North Face brand. My brother had a backpack growing up that I've always wanted, and he's a lot older, so I always thought it was such a cool brand. It's a little bit more expensive than what I used to pay when I was a kid, and I just like the quality. I like the jackets. I like, you know that black fleece that every person owns when they're 14? I'm very familiar. Always wanted one. Finally got one when I turned 16, so I just love the backpack, and it's actually served me really well. All through high school, I would buy like a really cheap backpack from Target, and mm-hmm. every single year, I'd have to replace it because I would rip the straps because it was so heavy because I would carry every single textbook I would need to class. Mm. So where you were living, um, were the L.O. Bean backpacks a thing? Is that the one that has, like, your initial? Yep, the monogrammed letters on the back? There was always, like, the one kid, and he used it all through school, and mm-hmm. it lasted forever, but I never really liked them. Did you? So you used one. I was one of those kids, and um, in my high school, like, they were very much in vogue. Most kids had one up through, I'd say, sixth grade, and those things were tanks. It's still in my room, um, I'd say, very close to new condition. It's definitely worn, but... Um, you know, in terms of a bag, it's very functional. Did you have the initials on them? I did. I even chose a custom font, which I regretted. Um, did you get the uh, matching lunch bag too? No, the no, strap on no. the front? I just wanted to get a durable backpack and that's why I got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it served me well. Things huge too. So going to the North Face, um, quality wise, I would still say it's good, but I am a little more biased. I'm an L.O. Bean kind of guy. Yeah. Personally. Um, this bag is definitely more stylish and has more features. That said, though, the zippers have – I've been replaced once. Um, it's oh. definitely been some wear. So, you know, it's good, but um, I was more drawn to it because of the lightweight and the compact form factor. So, like, you see um, – or if you look this up, there's straps on the sides so and kind of cinch it to make yeah. it thinner, which is something I re- it really appeals to me. A couple of times, yeah. When I've traveled with a backpack, if I pack it really tight and I have to go through security or something, I would cinch it to be a little bit more narrow mm-hmm. or, like, on public trans- transportation too. 
Mm. And one of my favorite features is on the outside of mine. There's like a um, a very loose bag with a adjustable strap at the top, so I can shove pretty much anything in there. Like I can get a whole sweatshirt in and just clip it. And it's on the outside, which um, is great if something's wet too. You can just throw it in the back. And do you ever do like shoes and stuff too? That's what I would imagine. Yep, I do shoes in there. Um, I could also fit shoes in the cup holder, which is really nice. Yeah, the one big requirement for me for any backpack at this point is it has to have a cup holder or a bottle holder on each side. Definitely. Because I do one for water bottle and then I do one for coffee. And I'll talk about what I use for my coffee, but I always need two. Yeah, and that's part of what drew me away from the yellow bean. Um, the quality was outstanding. But um, I kind of outgrew it a little bit, and this one did have cup holders, a necessary need. All right, on to the next probably the biggest thing, which we both carry as college students, is our laptops. And so, Rob, what laptop do you carry in your bag? So we've discussed this before, but I carry the 2015 MacBook Pro 13-inch. I carry that in a um, in-case tensor light. I hope I'm saying that right. Tensor light sleeve. And again, um, if you look up the sleeve, it's very, very thin. It's almost exactly the size of the MacBook. It mm-hmm. has a little clip at the top. Uh, I like it because it makes my laptop very slim in profile. And um, being a college student, you know, I walk around with this laptop literally all day, walking numerous miles. Mm-hmm. So keeping it down in weight, um, which is also why I chose the 13 inch, not the 15, is really important to me. So yeah. super thin, super light. And with a sleeve, I just unclip the little top, pull it out. Very simple. I love the profile of that one because I remember all the traditional inky sleeve that's been sold for so many years. It makes your laptop so thick. Exactly. And so when I saw this one, I think the first time I actually held it in person, I was amazed by how thin the sleeve could be for a laptop. Definitely. Um, and that's not to say, you know, I, I remember I paid for it. Um, I got a pretty good deal on Amazon, actually, but it, uh, it was a little more, but I think it was worth it. I really, you know, for something I use every day, I really appreciate it. I think it. Incase is one of my favorite brands in general for their bags and stuff. I've had a couple of laptop sleeves and like one of those like larger laptops with the with a holder and stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. Their stuff is amazing. Definitely. I think Incase really puts an emphasis on the quality. Yeah. Like they're part of manufacturers. So for me, I carry a MacBook Pro, but I carry the mid-2012 Retina MacBook Pro and it's the 15-inch one. Mm-hmm. So it's actually the first one that Apple ever released for the Retina MacBook Pro. I remember I waited for the keynote for them to release and I knew whatever they were going to release, I was going to buy instantly. Really? And so this is the computer. Um, it served me really well. It's almost, what, four years now since I got oh, it wow. right when I was a freshman in college. And now I'm about to technically, I guess, graduate or walk with my class. My only big complaint at this point is they never really optimized the computer since it's a first generation for the battery life. So battery life is kind of poor at this point compared probably to a newer laptop like yours. Mm-hmm. Getting about three or four hours max. Uh, if I reduce um, my brightness and I don't do anything really intensive... But I like the 15-inch. I had a 15-inch MacBook Pro beforehand. It was not Retina, and I like having having the extra real estate. At this point, I want to make the jump to a 13-inch for my next one, and yeah. I know I would love the portability. But I also can't feel like I can't escape having that extra screen real estate. Maybe the grass is always greener, but I was thinking about doing the 15-inch. Um, right now, my current setup, my desk is... Um, my laptop is like my computer that I put into an external monitor, and I do miss the space. And I feel like I'd use it more as a second monitor if it was bigger, because my other monitor is so much bigger. It just, you know, the lid might as well be shut because I'm never looking at it. So okay. I was actually thinking about going with something your size. Yeah, maybe we should just switch because you're actually a lot taller than I am, <laughs> and my backpack is smaller. So maybe we should just switch the computer sizes. Like, would, uh, maybe. I think we have a mismatch. We'll do a sabbatical, a laptop sabbatical. For a 13-inch. I dream about it. I think I'll be okay with it. I'm just not ready for such a big change in my life. I've been a 15-inch screen laptop user for now, what, since 2010, 2009? So I'm a little bit weary of making that type of change in my life. Mm. Let's try it out. And now your laptop is naked, no sleeve? So I have a decal on it. Um, It's just a Buzz Lightyear decal. And that's just an allusion to my favorite childhood character. Growing up, I'm a big Pixar fan, a big Toy Story fan. 
And so I've always loved this decal. Um, I knew I was going to get this one when I was going to buy my new laptop. So it's been on my laptop since. And actually, I got this whole – the whole computer has probably pretty much been replaced at least once. Really? I got the whole front panel replaced because it was having really bad ghosting issues. So they replaced the whole thing, and they took off the decal since it's a whole new oh. panel. So I bought another decal. Uh, and then I got the whole motherboard and most of the components internally replaced too because I was having really bad graphics issues. My God. So this computer is pretty much not the same computer I bought. Just got to replace the battery. <laughs> I just got to replace the computer at one point. I think I'm ready soon. Soon? I always think about it. That'll be interesting. And so the one probably big difference between you and me and our carries is I also carry a tablet with me normally. Mm-hmm. Right now it's an iPad Air 2. Uh, and I also carry the Microsoft Universal Tablet Keyboard, which I think I spoke about a couple times. But that's the keyboard I use for my iPad. It also pairs with two other devices. So it could be another Android device or my iPhone. And I really like it. It's really, really, you know, it's like really functional. And it's not specific to the type of tablet you use. So if I ever do switch to something different or even move to like an Android tablet or a Windows tablet, it still works, which is my big it's interesting. Plus. So I guess my um, my equal to that would be I carry two Manila notebooks and one folder. Definitely not as elegant a solution, but um, works for me. That said, you know, I'd love to get a tablet. I currently don't have one. Um, maybe when the a couple more paychecks or something. <laughs> so are you interested in a tablet right now? So here's the thing. Um, I do... I think it's fair to say, um, I, well, I do a lot of development. I don't know if I do more than you, per se. Yeah, definitely. This, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't want to qualify your workflow, but um, I feel like, you know, me bringing a tablet would be um, a little excessive for me. I Not that I wouldn't use it, but I think there's no way I could replace my laptop with it if I wanted to because just yeah. the development and stuff. Um, that's probably the on big tablets. one that's always the one that's holding me back. If I'm like, what happens if I had to do development? Yeah. Uh, especially as a senior now, and I'm also not computer science like you are, just as IT, I'm always on the more PM side and the more graphics side. And so I do rely on a lot of Mac-only tools like Sketch and stuff when I'm doing graphics. But I can finally find a couple of days in my week where I could go iPad only. And that's why I'm really excited to um, to see what Apple announces next, I think next month, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, for their, the newest 9.7-inch tablet. Because I'm on the newest one now, and there's speculations and rumors that they might come out with pencil support mm-hmm. on the new iPad. And that's the one thing that gets me really excited. That's exciting. I'm, I'm considering it. This semester is a little bit development-heavy, so mm-hmm. I'm, I've been holding off. But looking at what the future holds, I might just go for the iPad. And if I could not bring my laptop some days, that'd be awesome. Or even just get rid of your notebooks and stuff like that, too, mm-hmm. right? Because you're just doing note, like hand notes into into those notebooks. Yep, that's all. Holding a couple of papers, that's it. So I could try to go paperless with the iPad. Yeah, that's what I mainly do. Um, aside from, I also carry one folder, and then I also carry a Muji dot grid notebook, but that's more for sketching and personal notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do don't do that much writing. Probably for the iPad, I use it really as a glorified PDF reader. Okay. I download a whole. I read a lot of case studies and PDFs from our uh, LMS system, and it's nice to highlight, take notes. So I'm dreaming of a system where I could take notes with the iPad or with the pencil and highlight and stuff like oh, that too. Oh. And have this workflow where I don't have to download anything. That would be very nice. And I would love to go paperless. I always am losing papers and I hate that. Oh, really? You don't, what's your, do you have any type of solution right now to doing like scanning or anything? No, I, I feel like I get inundated with papers pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so usually if it's important, I take the content off the paper and save it as like a reminder or a note some way. Um, but with the actual paper itself, like I don't scan it in. Um, I just kind of extract the important content and just, you know, file away for later. But I feel like that is not a good system because, you know, if I miss some detail or I want to look back on it, yeah. I need to dig. Yeah, exactly. That was the problem I faced when I was a freshman in college. And so I kind of, I own two scanners now. We can talk about this in two a whole scanners. another, uh, yeah. So once again, I guess 
I'm a hoarder and I'm also a minimalist, but definitely <laughs> my, my hoarder side's coming out. It's a good more. balance. Um, but I went completely paperless where I have a workflow where I, when I get paper, I scan it using either my iPhone or either of my scanners and then recycle it, mm. shred and recycle. So maybe we'll do a whole episode about that. It's very environmentally conscious of you, Candace. It's not even like that I love trees and stuff. <laughs> I just, I was always afraid like one day I would open my backpack and a giant wind gust would have all my papers fly away and I would just lose it. Mm-hmm. Um, something with Evernote and my love of going, you know, organizing my life's information, going paperless, I think was the next natural step. Yeah. Well, that's smart. And it's, you know, it's a much better system than relying on folders uh, for a lot of reasons. So I would like to move that way. But right now, this what works for me. All right, so let's move on to, I guess, to go with your notebooks and your papers. You just have a whole bunch of writing utensils, right? Yeah, again, this is something I could definitely improve upon. And if I went paperless, I could definitely minimize it. Um, But I keep a plethora of pens, pencils, uh, and an eraser in there. I have a lot. I couldn't tell you why. There's no good reason. I guess just, you know, I get a new pack, I dump it in, I zip it shut, and then I just go through them as is and throw them out when I need to. Are you a pen snob or like do you just use whatever you can get or whatever you buy or are you very particular? I'm a pencil snob. (laughs) I only use the big mechanical pencils. Okay. um, Specifically the big ones with like the click tops, you know, Mm -hmm. and the colored um, uh, pocket. The the pocket clip. Okay. Those I love. I feel like I write much better with them. And I'm not, um, I have poor handwriting, but it gets better with those a little bit. Um, as for pens, I like some of the, um, oh God, the, what are they? The Jet 2, the Jet 3, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are the G2s or the Pilots? The G2, that's it. Yeah, the yeah. G2 Pilots. Sorry. Those are the ones that I carry. Um, I said I'm not really a snob. I have a couple in there. Um, I have one from the company I worked for last summer. I have a couple other, like, just free ones I got. But those are the ones I go to the most. Okay. I think I'm a little bit more particular. Um, I find pens that I really love, and then I stick to them, and then I'm, I don't mind spending a couple more dollars. I'm not the buy a big pack anymore. Um, for a little bit, I was using fountain pens, but I was getting sick of refilling them all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, at this point, my most reliable pen or my the most popular one in my bag are uh, ones from Muji. So that's a big theme in my life. I just love the brand Muji, and that's a Japanese stationery brand. Uh, and you'll find a lot of stores now coming to the States, but I just love going there. I specifically use the 0.7 gel pen from Muji in the dark navy blue. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I like the navy blue, it's like one of my favorite colors. And I think it's just as serious as black, but it's a little bit whimsical. Am I crazy? No, no. I mean, I can understand that, liking a pen. Um, I guess why I haven't felt the need to go for a better quality pen is I really don't like writing things by hand. It's yeah. like something that um, just doesn't mesh with me. I would much rather type something any day of the week um, for my own personal records. And I just feel... Um, my handwriting, it, um, it's something I've always wanted to improve and never taken the time to improve. Yeah. And when I type it out, you know, I can go back, I can fix it up. You can search it and stuff yeah. like that too. I'm exactly the same way. My handwriting is atrocious. I think the pen is just like a nice, it's like a nice analog treat now. Like every once in a while when I do want to draw or I do want to write, I want to use like mm-hmm. a really nice pen or pencil that goes over the paper really smoothly and stuff. I think that's where I had that attachment. Definitely. And, you know, I'm not saying I could replace all the pens and pencils in my life. When I'm doing like a quick math problem or a sketch or something, it's much better than um, any stylus I personally have right now. Yeah, I'm still waiting. I haven't spent extensive time with the pencil, but I think if it's good enough like what people say, it might have me reduce a lot more pens and pencils. Mm. My sister actually has the um, the Surface Pro 3, and she really likes that. She is a dancer. I know she uses it to annotate um, some of the pictures of her, as well as her PDFs in class. Oh, that's cool. So, I would consider going to a system like that one day, um, maybe putting Linux on or something, or even using it as a companion tablet. Um, I would also be more apt to go with a Surface model because I could also do the development on it 
and it'd be smaller. Yeah. So that's something I've considered as well. Um, but I agree, having that pen would be really big. Um, I don't think Google has anything a pencil, right? I, a note, but yeah. yeah, it's not for development again. So I've thought about the surfaces a little bit mm-hmm. for kind of the similar reason. I just have this like wild dream of just bringing this iPad to class, taking all the PDFs, scribbling the notes. It's completely searchable at Evernote. And then if a friend needs a note, I just email it to them directly. Mm. And that's all I carry. Nothing rolling around in my bag. I envy you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So on to the next thing. Let's talk about probably maybe a couple of the little things that you carry and Nuts stuff. Nuts and bolts. Yeah. Some of our uh, – I'll have you go first because mine is kind of more wrapped up into a package. So Yeah. Sure. So I'll go through just a few of mine. Um, I keep a 16-gigabyte USB flash drive. It's pretty standard. It's a SanDisk model um, just for quick file transfers in a pinch. I put my resume on there usually. Actually, usually it has some distribution of <laughs> some Linux or some other operating system I use it to boot off of. How often do you actually use the distributions and stuff? Now that I've switched to OSX, not very often, but what I was on Windows, I would always be trying things out and like doing oh, okay. and, um, you didn't ever You never did your main development though when you were on Linux though, right? You stuck with Windows? I've done some. Okay. Um, I, I had it in a VM for a while, but... Um, I stuck with Windows for a bit, and then I switched it up. Okay. Um, I keep my Apple headphones, just the stock ones. I'm definitely not an audiophile. Um, I have a nice pair of Sennheisers in my room, so that's why I did this podcast on. But for just casual audio, I usually bring those or my Skull Candies, um, whatever's like you know the cheapest that I'm the least worried about because they get jumbled up there with my pens and pencils. Um, I bring a mini display to VGA, just for my MacBook for presenting in class. Chapstick. Yeah, that's important. <laughs> a must-have, especially up here in the Northeast. I keep a very cheap leather wallet. I got it at Macy's with a gift card. Didn't cost me a thing. And um, on my keychain, which I keep very minimal, I have my three keys, one for my dorm, one for our uh, office here, and one for the um, Res Life office. I have just those three keys and my Swiss Army knife. It's a Swiss Army knife classic SD. I really like it. It's something I added this year, and it's probably my favorite um, new addition to what I carry. It's very simple, you know, small knife, um, a pair of scissors, a uh, small file, toothpick and tweezers um, and it doesn't do like a ton but in a pinch it's so handy just tonight um, the person in charge of our tutoring session was having a hangnail so I gave her the tweezers save the day it worked perfectly right <laughs> yeah like the Small. first time you like feel the benefit of carrying around a multi-tool like you're hooked right and then you always have to carry one yeah and I used to carry a bigger multi-tool um, a lot of my friends have Leatherman's and I know you do too yeah um, I went for the Swiss army knife because it's so compact um, it's definitely a hit there you know it's it's not there's a limit to how functional it can be. Yeah. I know Leathermans are awesome. Yeah. Um, but I, I like how it's small, fits my pocket, and I can you know fit that and my wallet and my other pair of keys for my car, all my wallet, and it still fits. Oh, really? All in one pocket or mm-hmm. like spread? Oh, okay. One pocket. That's pretty amazing. In my pocket right now? Oh, can't even <laughs> tell. Um, so for me, I have a pretty similar setup. So I have all my little bits and pieces in this tech roll that's made by Jansport. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm just mentioning it is... I love cable wrap, so I own a couple. I have some in leather, and I have different pouches to hold cables, but I love this one because it looks like a burrito. Yeah, that's And awesome. if you guys don't know me personally, um, one of my favorite foods in the entire world is Chipotle burritos. So this thing I take out of a class, and it has all my cables and stuff, and then people look over. It might be like a really large lecture hall, and it looks like I'm opening this burrito, <laughs> which I love. So I'll make sure I'll include a link down below for you guys to purchase it if you're interested. But it's super handy. It's a little bit larger than I want it to be, but it has a lot of capacity and it has like these elastic straps to hold all my cables. So in there, I carry a lightning cable, a uh, micro USB cable. I also carry an Ethernet adapter for my laptop. And that was only out of necessity probably a year and a half ago when our Wi-Fi at our school was very, very unreliable. Mm-hmm. Sometimes in certain classrooms, I actually have class in like the same three classes in the same classroom and it always cut out. So I oh, have to get geez. that, the adapter. 
once again, DisplayPort to VGA. I also include a little microfiber cloth for my computer screen, and then also use it for my glasses because they get really dirty. For my headphones, I use the Klipsch S4, and um, so I keep it in that pouch. I don't use them all the time. I only take them out when I'm doing work on my computer. Most of the time when I'm walking to class or walking back to my apartment, I'm using wireless headphones. So those are those neck buds that I always talk about. <laughs> uh, I also have a pair of earbuds, which are my other pair of Bluetooth headphones. Um, they're like more sport and workout ones, and I got them on sale. They're actually a gift for my mom. But I'm actually definitely looking to upgrade because they're actually pretty uncomfortable. Really? So I'm looking to change that up, but that's what I'm carrying right now. Um, and then the last thing, which is not in my burrito pouch thing, <laughs> is I carry an Anchor 6400 milliamp external battery. So wow, that's if my huge. iPhone or runs out. So actually, the funny thing is, that's actually my small battery. Oh my God. And you know how you talk about like range anxiety when you talk about your car, like electric cars? I have range anxiety with this battery, which I don't understand why because my phone is an iPhone 6S Plus, so it never runs out. But I'm so used to usually carrying my 13,000 uh, milliamp battery that when I carry the small one, I'm like terrified it's going to run out. It's never run out. You know, something I think that is very interesting in our setups is I don't carry a single charger or a battery with me. And that includes for my watch, for my phone, and for my computer. I have no way of charging them at all. And I've never had a problem. My laptop consistently lasts upwards of six hours. My phone gets me through the whole day. Um, and I have an external battery in my room. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what the brand it is, but it's like, you know, 3,000 milliamp hours. Um, I use it occasionally. I brought it once to New York City. Other than that, though, I've been pretty good. I try to be as light as possible, so that's mostly why I don't carry the charger. Yeah. Um, I think that mostly speaks to the newer tech. Um, I think the biggest thing that's differentiating our setups is my laptop is newer. Um, but I really like that setup. Going from carrying a Lenovo and having a charger everywhere. Yeah. Which is part, mostly due with Haswell than... Uh, Windows versus Mac, but I love that about my setup. I'm like, that's why I'm excited to upgrade. And I think that's why I'm also excited to maybe rely more on an iPad that has better battery life. Mm. I think my setup will change where I'll carry the charger less, my laptop charger at least less and not less. It's just mm. at this point, it's just, it's always a necessity to plug in. Mm-hmm. It's always, I've had that battery range concern for a while. For the iPhone stuff, I don't know. I just like, I'm so reliant on my smartphone and it brings me so much that I'm just terrified of not having enough charge. So I'd rather carry a little bit more and also kind of be that person who has it. So when my friends need it, because my friends, all of my friends somehow leave the house and they only have (laughs) 6% and it drives me nuts because we'll be hanging out in my room. There'll be eight lightning cables everywhere. There's always an opportunity to charge and I bought them each batteries and they always run out of battery. And it drives me nuts. For those listening, Selena is like guiltily laughing across the table right now. Yeah, so Selena is our producer. She's also <laughs> my roommate and my best friend. And we literally leave the house and she'll have like a 3% battery. And she's unconcerned. If I was down to 20 before I left the house and I didn't have a battery, I would be sweating profusely. <laughs> I would be very concerned. That makes a lot of sense. Um, has your phone ever died though? So when I was carrying, a, so I've had every version of the iPhone except for the 3G, mm-hmm. and I've had battery problems because I'm a very heavy user. I'm just literally always on Twitter staring at it or at Reddit. I had more battery issues probably with up, to, up until the 5S. Okay. Once I got to the 6, it would get a little bit better, but now moving up to the 6S Plus, it's very rarely died. It's mainly mm-hmm. when I go into New York City uh, and we're doing a lot of traveling or I'm using it as a camera more. Mm-hmm. I think it's really now out of habit. I rarely ever use an external battery pack mm-hmm. when I'm going to class because I have enough power to last me through the day. I can understand, though. It's so light. Might as well toss it in. Yeah, and there's always someone asking about um, needing to charge their phone. And I have cables for both devices, so I, it always is a good way to, to be helpful. I can't wait till, um you know, everything's USB-C. So I can bring my one battery bank, um, maybe your 6400, 
and I can charge my phone, my watch, and my computer all off that one bank. Well, this is the vision I have for like an iPad Pro or like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Like, I, like I carry this like the thirteen thousand milliamp battery, and I literally never have to find an outlet, mm. and I can do everything. I can charge all of my devices. That would be really cool. Um, so matching with Rob, what's saying? I carry a Coach wallet. It's mm-hmm. a small. It's a more like card size wallet. I don't carry a really big. Uh, feminine wall because I don't have a lot of stuff. I only carry credit card, debit card, driver's license, school ID, mm-hmm. uh, and insurance. And I love having a small wallet that can put, fit into my pockets. Uh, I also carry – so my keychain is a lot – a little bit heavier than Rob's. It's mm-hmm. a little bit crazy. Let me explain to you the situation. So Rob saw me initially pull out a carabiner and it had all the stuff on it. It's huge. And he was horrified. And the thing is I carry – I try to carry a lighter keychain. So on my keychain is a red leather loop which I got when I was traveling abroad in Thailand. It's this really elegant red leather. On it, I have my apartment keys, my house key, uh, my car keys, and then I also include a Swiss Army Midnight Manager. So it's very similar to the multi-tool that Rob carries. Mm-hmm. The only difference is it has a built-in flashlight and a space pen. Space pen. Um, there's also, I think, a bottle opener with the Phillips head. That, that's the main difference from yours. So it's slightly mm-hmm. thicker, it's slightly heavier. But actually, out of all the multi-tools I carry on me daily, that's the lighter one. <laughs> and I, I like it a lot. I like upgrade. It's a little bit more expensive. How many multi-tools do you carry? At most, I'm carrying three. Okay. Um, but usually, I'm carrying two. 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 That's, that's, okay. So okay. that's like my really personal one. If I really want to go minimal, that's the multi-tool I carry because that's my smallest and lightest one. And so on this other carabiner, I keep this in my backpack. It, it holds all the things that I would want to carry in my keychain, but it would make it too heavy. So on this, I have um, another multi-tool. It's the Leatherman Squirt PS4, which mm-hmm. is the pliers version. Um, I have two SIM injector tools. I have a, another space pen. <laughs> I have a 64 gigabyte USB 3 flash drive. And then I have an Eddie Bauer flashlight. Wow. Yeah. So you have two flashlights for that and your, and your other multi-tool. Yeah. And so all of this, so all these different components are attached to the main carabiner or keychain using the Night Eyes mini system. Oh. And they're okay. all color coordinated. So if I knew I was going somewhere where I needed another tool, I could detach from my secondary carabiner clip to my main one. I have to admire your organized chaos. Like that is quite the system and I can totally respect the modularity. I do have one question. What's a space pen? So a space pen is um, the ink is pressurized in the capsule so it could write through water. It could write through oil. And like they always show when you go to like a museum, you can write upside down and stuff. So the astronauts use these pens because when they're in space, the gravity changes the way the pens work. So you have to buy a space pen. Hmm. Very cool. I also carry another space pen (laughs) in my pencil box. But I think think it, it derives from the fact that I wanted to be an astronaut when I was a child. And so I love space pens. Oh, I was wondering if there was like some class for you writing underwater. <laughs> yeah, my under uh, underwater basket weaving class, I have to take notes very thoroughly. Have you ever used a space pen like in a uh, space pen situation? I once had to write something on a napkin and it was really greasy. But and I had right. a Pilot G2 and it wouldn't write. And so I used a space pen and it worked. That's pretty cool. I'm, you know, I, I'm impressed. And these are like, and the funny thing is I carry all these space pens. They're not my regular pens. My regular pens are my Muji pens. Yeah, but, but just in case. My secondary. In case emerg- of space. Yes, in case of space, <laughs> those are my pens. So I feel like my keychain is lighter. It's lighter than it usually is. And the I think that what makes it heavy is I carry multiple keys for my apartment and my mm-hmm. car keys. I always have my car keys on me. Yeah, it's very well reasoned. It's just very different than my, um, you know, bare essentials kind of strategy. Like my house key, um, I actually don't even have a house key. Uh, but my garage door opener for my house is not, it's just in my desk drawer shoved away from when I'm going to go home. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I try to keep it to the bare essentials. Like I only bring these two notebooks. I have other. I have five classes, but I only bring notebooks to two. Mm-hmm. You know, if another class asks me to bring notes, I'm borrowing paper from somebody else. I'm I'm <laughs> like that too at this point. I don't carry a regular size like college rule notebook at yeah. this point because most classes don't have me required to write notes. And even beforehand, I was using the very thin um, letter size Muji notebooks, so they didn't okay. have a spiral or anything. They were super thin and light, and a pack of five of them were like was like four bucks. That's and so nice. they're my, some of my favorite notebooks. The Muji notebooks, I've seen those before. Those are beautiful. Yeah, I just I'm a big fan. Once they came to the states, and I was able to buy stuff regularly in New York City, that's pretty much all I own at this mm. point. Yeah, I think you know this is a big change for me. And I was in um, uh, elementary school, going way back, but even a bit in high school. I would have big binders for everything. Every yeah. class had a binder. Um, and I can't tell you how happy I am to switch to a laptop. <laughs> yeah, I think, so for my year, like the year I graduated high school was the last year that they restricted you being able to bring in devices and iPads and stuff like that too. They also locked down the Wi-Fi. So up until I graduated in 2012, we were still handwriting everything. We were still yeah. carrying binders and notebooks. The next year afterwards, all the kids were able to like bring in their own laptops and stuff. But it brought in this like, it brought in a big question in my own productivity when I got to college, like, how do I organize my stuff? How do I utilize technology better? Um, all these big questions that I didn't really get to practice when I was in high school. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Looking back, I don't know how I did it, honestly. I mean, um, I guess it was easy because everybody else was doing it. I didn't even think about it. But the convenience of having that laptop and being to consolidate so much work into it um, is everything, even from su- uh, submissions, you know. Submitting something at midnight now is, is a piece of cake. Yeah. Or papers, like everything is so much more streamlined. You have to worry about drafts, writing it, finding it, losing it. Yeah. It just simplifies my whole life. Yeah. And like, do you remember a time where like you didn't have Google Docs collaborate on papers? Yeah. Or like, I remember that came out. It was such a big deal in classes. We were using something called, like, I was like the first kid to tell everyone when I was a freshman in high school to sign up for something called Dropbox. So then we could share all of our lecture notes, or not our lecture notes, but our class notes or global studies. And like no one wanted to join it because it sounded too suspicious. <laughs> um, and then I convinced everyone in our year to also sign up for something called Zoho Docs, which is like the original Google Docs for collaborative editing and stuff. Hmm. And like it blew people's minds. Wow. My school is a little more tech savvy. We did use Google Docs. Um, mm-hmm. A teacher actually showed me it, I think. That was my first introduction. My school, we had laptops, but it was like, you know, the, we were on the cart, never able to get one. And it wasn't laptop, like... like yeah. RPI where everybody's required to have a laptop and you're expected to have it in your classes. Yeah, now, like now I can't imagine a time where I didn't have something or it's like not even allowed or mm. think of a time when there was like really not much of a Facebook messenger either or like a chat client. Like you had to do group projects where you like text someone. Yeah, text well, I remember them. I was so good. I could text under the table and I wouldn't even have to look at my phone. I'd have all the keys memorized because it had keys. Yeah. That was different times. Uh, better times. Did you learn cursive? Uh, I didn't do very well in cursive. <laughs> I have like very, very, I've always had very poor handwriting, even when I was a child. So like I struggled in cursive. I have to say my cursive handwriting is actually pretty good. I can't write print for the life of me, but when I take the time and go through your cursive, I'm not half bad. Do you ever use it? When I was applying to, um, I applied to a couple of private high schools. I opted not to go, but um, when I was applying, they had me write essays in cursive. So I've written two or three <laughs> papers in cursive. I can't even imagine. At this point, I don't remember how to write the letters. It just turns into scribbles. It's usually, I mean, for signatures or if you want to write somebody a nice card. We're getting a little off track here, but, you know, that's something I carry on me, I guess, that knowledge of cursive. Yeah. Do you ever, <laughs> one, one last random question about your writing. Has you, have you written with fountain pens and stuff like that, too? Have you tried? Oh, God. And maybe once. I don't think, not regularly, not enough okay. to really get a sense for it. I think you would really enjoy it if you're talking about if you like cursive and you like taking more notes and stuff like that too. It's fun to get into it. Hmm. Try it out. 
So I think you still have a couple more things on here. Am I right? Yeah. Let me ask you something that I don't think you brought up earlier. It was like, do you, what kind of water bottle do you carry or a thermos? I actually forgot to list that because it's not on me right now. I carry a, um, nothing fancy, a United Health Group water bottle. <laughs> um, my company sent me this and it's, it's actually a very high quality water bottle. I was super impressed with it. Is it like, just a standard like plastic water bottle? It's a standard plastic water bottle, um, but it has, I wish I could have it with me right now, but the grip like that screws onto the top has these nice grooves for your fingers. Oh, I love it. It's so nice. Um, it's a little bit bigger. Like I can't fit into a cup holder, which is my only gripe, but it's got a nice straw on it and like the flip up top. So it's like, you know, it's always clean to drink out of. Um, so it's pretty good. I don't have one of those nice ones that you have with a vacuum seal, but for a free water bottle, I love it. That's actually really nice for a free bottle, like a company bottle. Yeah, it was my, uh, my Christmas present from them. Uh, but, but it was nice nonetheless to really think of me. It meant a lot. Um, I am trying to drink more water, um, which you can see I'm failing right now because I forgot my water bottle at home, but that's a goal of mine. So that's something I'm working on and I need to do a better job incorporating incorporating it into my everyday carry. Do you carry anything for like, do you carry like a hot beverage with you too, or are you just mainly a water guy? I'm mostly water. I might be packing a granola bar from time to time, but that's about it. I don't carry a lot of snacks and stuff in my bag. Um, and the reason for that is I eat them. Which sounds pretty obvious, but if I had like five snacks in my bag, I'd eat five snacks that day. If I had one snack in my bag, I'd eat one snack that day. I feel like I have that problem too, but if I don't pack anything, I get really, really hungry and angry yeah. in the middle of my day. I um, Right now, I'm pretty good. I know freshman year, I didn't get a lot of lunches, so I was pretty cranky, but I have a good balance right now. So I with your granola those. bars and stuff too, right? When you order them on Amazon. <laughs> with my dash button, which is working now for those who heard our first episode. I think we discussed that. Have yeah. you gotten a shipment of granola bars yet from the button? I actually canceled the shipment I made with them, but I know it works. Okay. Um, I mean to do that, but Lara bars are kind of expensive, so I've been holding off for you know a special occasion. A special time. It's actually at home with my parents, so when my mom feels like she really loves me, I told her to send me some Lara bars. And you'll push the button. And yeah, just she'll push it and I'll get it. <laughs> um, for me personally, I've gone through a couple of different like plastic water bottles. Um, only recently, right before the semester started, I switched to an OG water bottle. It's kind of in the same style as like the swell ones that you see at Starbucks and stuff. But the reason why I love it, and I never realized how important this could be, was it's vacuum sealed. It's like a vacuum. It's like a dual chamber water bottle. And what that means is it just keeps water colder for longer. And if you really wanted to, you could put hot water into it and keep uh, water hotter. Ooh. And so it's really nice because I love drinking cold water. I really don't like room temperature water. So I could literally fill this up with ice water or really cold faucet water. And six hours into my day, it's still really cold. That is something I actually would seriously consider getting. I love cold water too. And that's one thing I hate about the plastic one. I always drink it and it's like, I don't say gross, you know, it's just water, but it's, it's not as refreshing. Definitely. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes like plastic water bottles put in, it's like the taste, you can taste yeah. the plastic in it. This one's all metal and it's like a really nice design. I've dented it a little bit, but now it has like a little bit of character. Yeah. But yeah, even opening it like halfway through my second class of the day and the water is cold. It's like a nice surprise. Wow. I might have to invest in one of those. That sounds really nice. Yeah, I really love it. It's really minimal and doesn't have any loops and stuff. I like having like a hook or something to chain it, but the style is really nice and I've gotten a couple of compliments on it. So mm -hmm. uh, in the same style too, I drink a lot of coffee. And so I brew my own coffee in the morning in a French press and I keep it in a Zojirushi coffee thermos. Mm -hmm. And so the funny story about this is my mom, my mom and a lot of old Asian people, I'll be honest, have been using these for many years, for up to 20 years. Once again, it's like a vacuum seal, dual wall chamber. And it can keep drinks hot for like up to eight, eight to 12 hours. Oh. And so I never thought of using it because they usually just use tea and I don't like drinking tea. Uh, but when I had the problem of when I wanted to drink coffee and it was too cold by the time I drank it, my mom told me to consider. And so things like even the wire cutter 
have recommended this as a coffee mug. So I have a small blue one. It holds 12 ounces and I put my coffee in it. My bigger first problem or first world issue is it keeps the coffee too hot. <laughs> so if the water is boiling and I pour it in at, let's say, 8 a.m. When I want to drink it at 12.30, get that extra boost, it's way too hot. Interesting. I uh, actually am not a coffee drinker at all. I try very hard. Oh, well, I don't really have to try, but I've kind of stayed away from coffee. I, my thought was if I don't drink it, I can save that boost for when I need it. Yeah. Um, I know one time I drank a Monster, uh, first time in my life, and I was wired. I was up for like 12 yeah. hours. And I was like, you know, I, well, I didn't love that, but I'm like, well, this could be useful. <laughs> yeah, I had that same mentality for a while. I cut coffee off completely when I was in high school, and I realized I really needed it still. I need the caffeine boost. So now I regulate it. I don't ever drink more than two cups a day. I always have one in the morning, and then the second one might be like a 50-50 shot drinking it. And then I also never drink past 3 o'clock because mm-hmm. I think it messes up with my sleeping schedule. I'd be interested to get more into it because um, I, I'm just interested by like the process. Like you said you do a French press and mm-hmm. the drip, um, the vacuum stuff too. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. And the culture around coffee seems very interesting. Yeah, like now it's more of an experience. Like it's habitual. I think the mm-hmm. first cup of coffee in the morning isn't really even for the caffeine. It's like just the act of waking up and like making something and getting my day mm-hmm. started. I just like the taste too. I've tried getting into tea. My parents love tea. I just don't like it as much as coffee. I can go for like a fruit smoothie. That's my thing. Um, and I don't make them here, but in high school every now and then I'd do something like that. But someday. Um, and then looking through and just the last bit of stuff that I have, um, so just basic stuff. Um, my hands are really dry and we go to school in upstate New York. <laughs> so I carry hand lotion. I also carry a lot of hand sanitizer because I hate dirty hands. Listerine strips uh, after I finish drinking the coffee from terrible coffee breath. Oh, smart, smart. Uh, of course, lip balm as well. A whole bunch of lip balm just spread throughout. And then the last thing is a first aid kit that I have for just band-aids and antiseptic and stuff. Another thing I should probably be carrying. All right. Anything else? You want that to- seems like pretty much it, but I like this conversation. I feel like I've always loved seeing what's in people's bags, especially when I was traveling in Asia. I did a lot of backpacking. To mm-hmm. like Singapore and Taiwan and stuff. And so it's always a question like how do I optimize the weight and being minimal but also always being prepared. So I feel like I'm always personally fighting that constant battle. Mm-hmm. Not to hark back to my Boy Scout roots, but I think that definitely has influenced a lot of what I pack. Mm-hmm. Um, I recall my first camp out, if anybody is a Boy Scout listening, I packed like everything in the kitchen sink. Like I, the most ridiculous thing I think was I brought a package of wipes in case I wanted to give myself a bath <laughs> for my mother's recommendation. I did not give myself a bath. But um, after that, I have seriously decided to cut down on the amount of things I bring. Um, so even when I pack out with my friends, sometimes go on trips, I will bring exactly the clothes I need, one pair of extra socks, and that's like it. I don't bring any um, frivolities. I usually don't even bring like an extra battery for my phone. I'm like, it's going to be off in my bag and I'm not going to use it. Um, and I just try to keep it you know, very simple. Yeah. Just focus on what we have in front of us. I remember we went and we packed a pan to cook with and that was it. We didn't have any utensils or anything, which is a mistake, but... We've been able to get by, and um, usually I've found, you know, those poor situations make for the best stories. So. Yeah, but, like, so, like, how do you fight that feeling of, like, not being prepared then when you're in the situation where you're like, oh, I should have brought this thing? You know, there are times when it's like I should have brought it, I guess. Um, I, I'm, you know, it's, it's a balance, I guess. Like, there are things that I know I need, and I think the first time I go into a situation, which probably is... Um, most people will relate to this. You know, you bring a little more than you need to. But once I know, I try to bring it down to the bare essentials. Yeah. Um, and I guess there are times when it's like, oh, I wish I'd had that. But um, the I, I think, you know, it's easier to find things in my bag, easy to put it away, easy to get up and get going. And, uh, you know, I use this bag for everything. So, like, if I'm um, spending the night at a friend's house, I can quickly unpack everything. Excuse me. Shoving, like, my stuff for sleeping, my 
uh, hygiene, hygienic stuff, and then off I go. So I like how it's kind of um, like your keychain, a modular system where everything can just go in and out so quickly. Um, like I have all my pens and pencils all organized, tucked away. So if you look at my bag and just take out like the core compartments, there's only really three things in the main pouch and two things in the other pouch. So I keep it pretty slim. I love that minimalism. I think I'm always I'm always trying to fight that balance too. I like going minimal. I like having stuff. I feel like my room is like not as cluttered mm-hmm. um, as it could be. I always have that same idea where it probably even it shows with my multi-tool collection, but um, what is it? One is none, two is two is one. So mm-hmm. it's always the idea, like, even if you bring only one thing, you only bring one battery, on the off chance that it doesn't work, then mm-hmm. you always have a second. And I will see, you are probably smarter than I in that in doing so. And probably my backpack, <laughs> even though I'm a lot smaller than you, is probably much, much heavier than yours. <laughs> probably. So we could probably find a happy medium here, but um, I, I appreciate your organization. We should travel so. together because then we're the perfect balance. Yeah. We'll plan a backpack. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, is that that's all for me? That that's all for, all for yep. Okay. Well, thank you everybody for listening to this episode. Uh, if you have any comments for us, you can reach us at Tic Tech Talk Show on Twitter. You can reach Candice at Candice Poon, and I'm at rrusso44. We're on a plethora of platforms now. I'll just highlight a few. We can, we're on iTunes, Overcast, Stitcher, and Pocket Casts. Please rate and subscribe on iTunes. Um, we appreciate your comments. Special shout out to Selena, our producer. She just saved us from some calendar mayhem. And email us at tictechtalkshow at gmail.com if you have any questions. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye.